walking is when your best ideas come to life. The Wisdom Walks podcast and community is an inspired network of over 35,000 dedicated to exploring creative solutions to life's biggest challenges and opportunities. Enjoy listening to our podcast interviews coupled with wisdom from experts and leaders from all walks of life. In-person Wisdom Walks will be scheduled throughout the year. Receive actionable tips to become the leader you were meant to be. Enjoy ideas to be healthier, happier, and more successful. Learn from supportive guests that share wise and highly personal stories of transformation. We'll provide you with prompts and suggested songs to couple with your walks. I'm your host, Lee Mitchell, a community builder and brand strategist. Follow and listen to the Wisdom Walks podcast on your favorite social media platforms with hashtag Wisdom Walks Podcast. When you hear the Wisdom to Walk music, it's now time to speed up. As well. So, Elaine, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you very much for having me on your show, Lee. I have actually been a mentee and on the other side, I've been a mentor. So I had a long corporate career, uh, over 30 years uh, in Canada, working for a U.S. corporation. And in that role, I was definitely a mentee for many, many years. And that's how I moved from being on the bottom of the, uh, you know, the pool, admin pool to being running the operation in Canada. And then um, since then, after I left that job, I started a consulting company, which is a marketing, social media branding company. And I wanted to give back to the community. And I, what, at the beginning, I was asked a lot of questions by women entrepreneurs. And I realized that women weren't getting the support that they needed. And therefore, I wanted to be a mentor. I have um, a fabulous entrepreneurship community, which has also a mentoring um, section to it. Um, and then I've been a mentor for the Futurepreneur program for over eight years. And that's an arm of uh, lending to entrepreneurs under the age of 40. And with that, they need to have, in order to borrow the money, they need to start their business. They have to have a mentor for two years. So I stay with that um, mentee for two years um, during that journey. That's incredible. And I know you also were a mentor for us and, you know, you've been so supportive and guided me in many aspects of uh, owning a business and just being able to talk ideas with each other and yeah, just be able to be vulnerable and share what, how we can collaborate together. So uh, I, I really like your approach to, to business and to mentorship. So let's, let's talk about what you think the number one thing that people get out of mentorship. Let's start with, with getting, getting a mentor. Uh, Getting a mentor. uh, I think you need to have, choose a mentor that fits with your style for one and gets your business, you know, so that they can fill in the parts that you don't have. For example, if you've never been in business before, maybe the financial side of your business is what you need mentorship on. So then find a mentor who can help you with that aspect of your business and take away 
your anxiety and stress about that. So I think a, a mentor can fill in the blanks for you. <clears throat> for example, if you need somebody um, just with general business skills that, you know, maybe like me had been in um, a corporate environment at, at a level where you get access to all aspects of the business, then maybe that's the kind of mentor that you need. But maybe you need a branding mentor. Maybe you need a marketing mentor. Maybe your technical skills or your social media skills could use help. Whatever it is, I would pick a mentor that fits with what you don't have as a skill set. Because that's where usually your fear, anxiety, and stress is in the areas of the business that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And we, and so that's a really good uh, uh, caveat to to discuss. So, you know, when when you you're in a situation where you need a mentor, how do you make the decision whether you need a mentor or whether you should be outsourcing something? Well, if you have a good general background of where you want to go with your business, and maybe you've been in business for a year or two, and you got over the you know the uh, the the sort of entry level pieces, maybe you need just a guide, you need a sounding board, like a mentor can be also like your advisory panel, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it depends where you are. Um, If you want, if you are stuck with a specific aspect of your business, say you need a logo, or you need your social media launched or something like that, then you might want a gig service just to get you up and running. But in the long run, the mentor is your sounding board because you may have an idea and your mentor can guide you as to the best way to do it, the cheapest way to do it. Uh, They usually have a big network. They can help you source the kind of people that you would need. Or if you're having problems, they help you with the problem solving. So it's a little bit different than hiring somebody from the gig economy. I think if you're hiring somebody to do that, then you know exactly what you want and you're going to hire them for a specific uh, thing that you want fixed. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a difference. Yeah. And speaking of additional differences in some of the questions that we get is what's the difference between hiring a coach and having a mentor? Well, hiring a coach again is because you've decided that you need coaching on a on a specific time period on a certain thing. Um, maybe that you want a coaching package for say like two months or three months or something like that in the short term. Um, I think the difference is the mentor isn't uh, is more of a sounding board. A coach is going to take you from a to B specifically on a journey that you've decided that you want to go on, you know, so that I think they're very, very specific, the coach, it's going to be on a skill set that you need or help that you need with its depression, anxiety, a life thing, maybe it's work life balance, maybe it's a fitness program, whatever it is, your coach is going to have a set program to put you through exactly that during that time frame that you've signed up for a mentor is more of a general thing like you it's more of a sounding board and um saying i when i was in that situation this is what i did because of this or that 
or the other. And so then the mentee is deciding, well, yeah, that's similar to my situation. Uh, I think I'll give that a try. So I think a mentor actually helps you more in your overall business. They might be a specialist in something, but they're going to help you pull you up over a longer term over more general things, even though they might be a specialist in one area. Yeah, that's, that's a really important um, part of coaching is, is definitely based off of deliverables. It's like negotiating upfront, you know, what do you want to get out of the coaching? How long is it going to take? You know, what do, what does the person who's being coached have to put into it? That's really important. And I think the same thing is applies to mentorship is that, the um, the mentee really needs to prepare to to build in the space. You know, you can't be breaking appointments at the last minute. You you mm-hmm. have to be ready to be mentored, and yeah. so so that's an important thing that we coach on how to get the best out of mentorship is is being yeah. prepared to take advantage of the help. Yeah, times women aren't are they're so scattered because they have like 101 priorities and now more than ever in COVID, we, you know, we're, we're definitely facing a lot of challenges with our time. So, you know, putting things in place to be organized, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's, that's going to help you get the most out of the, the relationship for sure. Yeah. And I, I like that you talked about the fit. So finding someone who, you're going to feel comfortable with mm-hmm. and you know, they're going to challenge you. So, you know, we, we've started a new accountability and impact club through women in biz network. And we talked about the C's so clarity. So a mentor can help you gain some clarity. Um, it, it, they can help you to challenge you uh, to, to uplevel your, your thinking or, you know, how you're approaching a, a problem and then they're going to cheerlead you and, yeah. you know, ho- hopefully sponsor you and give you opportunities t- to introduce you to the right people. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe connect you with some resource ideas that you didn't know. Like, you know, Elaine and I were, we're just having this great um, conversation before we got on our call about, you know, I was asking her some stuff for some advice and she was giving me not only some, some feedback, but also some resources. So, you know, it, that's, I, I would call that just a, a quick little mentoring session, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which was great. And I really appreciated it very much. Oh, so. That's no problem. But, you know, I think everybody is actually a mentee and a mentor at the same time, because we all have different knowledge, right? And we all have gaps. So even a mentor needs another mentor at some point, you know, because we don't, we don't all know everything there is to know. And uh, mm-hmm. I definitely use other people's expertise. And uh, I find uh, being a ho- podcast host myself, sometimes my podcast guests are my mentees, ah, <laughs> mentors, sorry, my, are my mentors. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I call this my education, you know, when I'm interviewing guests because mm. they they could be in a totally different area than myself, and I learn a lot from them as well. Mm-hmm. Kind and of, uh, yeah. That's that's such a great point because you know, podcasting is a community. You know, you have people like minded people. You and I both podcast, so you know, we were discussing resources for podcasting. 
and sharing ideas and, and encouragement and inspiration. So, um, you know, mentorship can, can be on, you know, an area that both people share an interest in and, you know, it could be a sharing of resources and that sort of thing. Or it could be, you know, the mentor is educating someone on on an area that they have very little experience in and they might be starting from scratch. So they they may have to have uh, a mentor and a coach at the same time uh, to fill in the gaps and, Mm -hmm. you know, and to join a supportive network like yourself, like the um, your network. Or, uh, you know, there's all kinds of different uh, organizations out there and everyone has a different spin on what they offer. Uh, For women in biz, we, you know, we we really focus on the whole entrepreneur, you know, mental health challenges, being healthy, uh, Mm -hmm. community collaboration and mentorship. Uh, You know, your your community may have a different spin. So, uh, yeah, let's tell tell me about your community and why you started it and and what you offer. Well, in the fabulous fempreneurship community, I actually started that after I left the corporate world because of all these questions that women had. So the first thing I did is I realized that women um, didn't necessarily have a business background. They might want to start a business, but they, they didn't really have the clue of how a business is put together. And one advantage is, you know, working in the corporate world, you you have all the structure. It's all there. When you come to the company, mm-hmm. they have different uh, departments. They have different teams. They have uh, their goals set. They have their mission statement. They, that's all done. So you're, when you're in the corporate world, you live and breathe that every day that you're working there. You have your accountability. You have your goals. It's all done for you. And you you have to fit in wherever you are in the organization. So mm-hmm. having worked in that kind of structure, I knew what the structure was. So then I decided with all these questions that people were asking, I should write a book. And you were uh, kind enough to be a contributor in my book. And you talked about entrepreneurial depression. So we talked about things that nobody ever talks about in that mm-hmm. book. We talk about depression. We talk about what happens when you decide that you have to fold your business. Like not every single, not 100% of entrepreneurs are successful. So when do you decide that you put enough money into it and it's time to pull the plug? Things like that. Or I've got an idea, but I don't have a clue on how to do it. And in that book, we had 30 women, over 30 women that contributed to it. And you were one of the... um, contributors it was a great uh piece that you put together there because um learning women learn from other women they learn best by example so that book was written that way with like a problem and a solution and people talking about being in that situation and what that solution was so that was the beginning was writing the book and then I decided to start a Facebook group Mm-hmm. And it has its very structured Facebook book uh, group in that you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday and the weekend are your advertising days and a- anything in between is educational for women. You know, it's a mentor Monday, it's talk Tuesday, it's uh, what other websites have you found? Not, not, not just at your own advertising, but what other websites do you find helpful and then business tip Thursday, and then advertising 
on the weekend. So that was the structure of that. And uh, it was based on my passion for giving back because when you're in a busy corporate job, you don't raising a family, you don't have time when you've got commuting and you're flying to different countries and all that kind of stuff. You don't have time for give back. You can barely make it through your week, you know. (laughs) And uh, so when my kids were younger and growing up and I was moving up the corporate ladder, I didn't have time. So when I left, I decided that uh, for all those years, I didn't have time. It's time to make time. And so that's my passion is giving back, especially to women entrepreneurs. I mean, they're not my only clients. But women are my passion because they don't get the same support, um, especially in the corporate world. Um, In the corporate world, it's still a men's community. They have more leverage from their personal relationships than women have just because of the sheer numbers. Like it's still not 50-50. So in in my corporate job, that's where I was a mentee. And thank God I had such great mentorship. Because without that feedback, I would have never made it to where I made it. Because it's the feedback and the mentorship that helped me. They opened doors for me. The mentor opened doors for me at our corporate head office in the United States. Because we had divisions all over the world. They didn't know every single employee in every single division. So when the corporate office was looking for people to lead this or do that or whatever, if it was a fit for me, she would push my name up to the top. And if she hadn't done that, there was no way I would have got those jobs because they didn't know me as an entity. And you know what it's like. You like people that you like and trust are the people that you will promote given given everybody has the same uh, capacity to do the job it the, it comes down to the personality fit and who you think the best fit is but usually that you know the person so in our case when our office was a long way away from St. Louis Missouri where our head office was the mentor filled in that part you know she was the one that promoted them and that's what a mentor will do as we talked about the mentor opens doors for a person because when you're in a mentorship relationship, you know that person inside and out. You know their fears, you know their strengths, you know their weaknesses. Um, you can help coach them on their weaknesses, like, you know, and that can help open more doors for them. You can help open doors for them. I love connecting people. Like I have a, a, a lady that I know that is starting her own wellness company. And so I was, I had all these contacts and I said, well, what are you looking for? And she would give me the list. And I said, well, I know so-and-so who can do this one, so-and-so who can do that one, da-da-da-da-da-da. And so what I did is made introductions to her over LinkedIn so that I, it's easy for me because I just link them, say what the one is looking for and connect the one that has, that can provide the service and let them create their own relationship. So I mean, that I, I. When you hear the Wisdom to Walk music, it's now time to speed up. I felt so good at being able to do that. And that's what a mentor does. The, the mentor is, it's really what they're getting out of it is, is the joy of helping somebody 
along in their business. That's it. That's what the mentor gets out of it. That's their bennies. It's the high that they get. It's helping people. So you want to make sure that your mentor is doing it for the right reasons too. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's not, you know, I was talking on an earlier call with um, Jill Valentine, who's one of our mentors, you know, it's, it's not about when, when we're doing our, our accountability and impact club and mentor circles, it's not about like trying to solicit business. It's about Mm -hmm. listening. It's about Mm -hmm. seeing how each other can support support each other and uh and it's a it's a space where you don't feel like you're gonna be like you know preyed upon uh which is which is really important and but you know it's also an an opportunity to 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 challenge each other to Mm -hmm. to be all that we can be and as you said and you know things like introducing each to introducing yourself to others through our connections, all that is is really important. And um, with mentorship, you know, you brought up a good point that men still are ruling the corporate world, unfortunately, more so now than ever, because of Mm -hmm. our, you know, all time low in the the workforce for women because of COVID-19. So now more than ever, we need women to have access to, to mentors and, you know, it could be that you decide that you want a male mentor. And yes. so, you know, talking to uh, men that could support you. But the, the issue with that statistically is that, you know, in the, in the post Me Too movement era, you know, men are a yes. bit scared to work mm-hmm. with one-on-one with men, women in a mentoring relationship. So there really has to be that psychological safety between the two of you that you're, you know, you're both here for the right reasons and that, you know, and that hopefully, you know, great men won't shy away from that because, you know, they have daughters and Mm -hmm. wives and, and aunts and, you know, female cousins and female colleagues. And they realize the importance that we can't abandon uh, women just because of our fears around, you know, the off chance that someone might perceive something. So it's like, you know, yeah. having candid conversations with each other, being transparent uh, and that yeah. sort of thing and sharing your, your potential reservations and having yeah. a conversation about that. So, yeah, that's very true. You have to set a common groundwork so that you both know what the rules are mm-hmm. of engagement for the mentor mentee relationship. And you need to have that uh, right up front you know, and even in, as far as a formal document, uh, so that everybody's expectations are met. There's nothing worse than exp- thinking one thing when uh, something completely different is coming out of it. So you need to be on the same page. And uh, uh, one other thing, and I think you touched on it earlier, is that the mentee also has an obligation in the relationship in that they have to be prepared. They can't just cancel at the last minute. And I always ask for an agenda because the agenda that I let the mentee set the agenda Mm. in that the mentee knows what they want or what they're lacking. So they put the um, agenda together and we uh, have a specific time period 
because you don't want to, if you're focused on the agenda and you have a specific time frame in which to get it done, then you're both very focused. I know ahead of time what the mentee wants to talk about. So if I need to look for resources to help them, I can do that. I can quickly go down the agenda and see if they've missed something that maybe they haven't picked up from the last time or isn't resolved. So, you know, ahead of time. And so you can say, well, I think maybe we should add this to the agenda because we didn't resolve this the last time or whatever it is. And uh, I have this open door policy with my mentees that if they have, we have a set one month mentorship time period, they set the best time for themselves because I'm more flexible. I fit in with their best time. And they send the agenda. But if they have something during the month that, or they want to change it to two weeks or three weeks because they have a something that's really bothering them, I'm fine with that. If you want to call me or email me with a quick question in between, that's fine. Or if from the question I realize that they're in a bad shape and they need to move the monthly up to a two-week or a three-week, I'm fine with that. But I like, I'm a structured, more of a structured mm-hmm. person. So I like to know what I'm doing for the week because I have a full week. So I don't like last minute cancellations and I don't like unprepared mentees because it's not just a chit chat we're doing. We're focusing on a bit on the business and we're helping it move forward so that if you don't have an agenda, it's like it's not really very helpful for the mentor because they don't know where to guide you. So um uh, an agenda is very helpful and the mentee then has to sit down and actually think about what they want to talk about. So I think that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's excellent advice. I love the idea of setting an agenda. Uh, I know with, um, with our program, uh, we have a mentor circle, which gives you access to eight mentors and it's slightly more informal Uh but we have a one-on-one mentor matching program that lasts for six months. Oftentimes those relationships go on more organically Mm -hmm. grassroots style. Uh, They continue on, which is awesome. I love it when I've heard that, you know, that as we talked about cross mentoring, it becomes, you know, supporting each other uh, Mm -hmm. beyond that six months, but the mentee signs a contract. So does the mentor. And, um, you know, it's very, we try to give very specific information about how they can get the most out of the relationship. And that's yes. having some discipline to make sure that they're holding themselves accountable to what they said that they were going to do. And, and yes. yeah, that, I love the idea of, of setting an agenda each time so that uh, it keeps everybody on track and make sure yeah. that, you know, if someone is talking for too long, that you can say, yes. Listen, I, I want to make sure that we get through these other things that you yeah. that you want to address. Yeah, totally. Or you could, if you only get through half the agenda, then you just have a different meeting at a different time. And, and the other things that didn't get on the agenda are top of the agenda for the next conversation. Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly flexible in a certain way, but you just don't want the conversation to be going nowhere because the idea is to help them with something with a problem they have even if it's anxiety or fear or Mm. um you know uh, how to make that phone call that they don't want to make or that anything it doesn't really matter it's just got to you know 
have a structure to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love that you're, you're helping uh, youth, our, our next generation, uh, although Futurepreneur is amazing. You can get access to support up to age 39. And mm-hmm. as, as you said, you get a, uh, if you borrow money uh, through their lending program to start your business, you automatically have to get a mentor uh, for two years. And which is great because it's, it helps to protect the return on investment for a future entrepreneur. And it helps the, the, the entrepreneur to be more successful. So uh, that's certainly a great program. And I, I love how you give back. Uh, so we'll be wrapping up this interview in a few minutes, but I, I, I you brought up an, something that I thought was an interesting point is saying that, you know, when you were young a mother and you were, you know, you had a lot on your plate and you didn't really have time for um, giving back. And we, we all have, uh, you know, situations in our life uh, come up where we have to pull back and say, okay, mm-hmm. now it's down to the bare, the bare minimum uh, and learning to say no is, is an important thing that an entrepreneur has to learn. It's something that's taken me time. Also, you know, I, I have a, a schedule where, you know, I don't want to waste time booking appointments, that sort of thing. So I have like a pre-scheduler where people can pick a time with me. So I'm always looking for time-saving techniques as an entrepreneur. I think that's really important. And one of those time-saving techniques that, that I focus on is uh, the idea of convergence. So that's like converging the things in your life that are really important to you. So, you know, I, I try to sort of stick to three things that are important to me and uh, freedom is, is a value. Giving back is a value and building relationships are, are strong values for me. Mm-hmm. So I look for that in the people that I work with. I look for opportunities to uh, do things that help me to grow. Uh, for example, uh, I had a real fear around public speaking years ago and um me too (laughs) yeah it's tough it's really yeah yeah unless you have an interest in public speaking and most people don't (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) you know they say that like it's like down to like uh paying your taxes death yeah uh, you know, I uh, forget there's a third one that, the, that you'd almost rather those things than oh. have to have to get in front of, uh, <laughs> you know, people and, and speak your truth. It's, it's, it's very intimidating. So, you know, I've, I have little hacks. So I, if I, I try to converge on things that I love to do. So if, uh, if I'm doing a video, I'll try to do it outside in nature where I feel more relaxed and at peace. And um, if I'm giving back, I'll look for opportunities that I can give back through what I already have, right? So women in biz is already an asset that I have. It's something that, you know, if it's, if there, if a charity needs a donation of a membership or yeah, uh, yeah, just things like that. Mm -hmm. Or every time I always offer, if anyone's interested in finding out about women in biz, I offer a free half an hour consultation in advance. And so like, really, they can talk about anything that is specific to um, starting a business, marketing their business, um, just understanding what we offer and whether it's a fit for them. So that, you know, those are all those little micro giving uh, opportunities are awesome. And if it helps your business, why not? Right. So like, um, there's, 
you know, if you're gaining skills by getting better at coaching people, then that can transfer over into your personal life. It could transfer over into um, your business. Like for example, with you building websites, right? The better you become a communicator, the more that's going to help you in uh, making sure you have a tight ship for a tight uh, uh, process for um, uh, a, a tight process for developing the, how you work with people on your, on your website. So good communication skills really play into that. So if volunteering or giving back or mm-hmm. mentoring helps you to tighten those skills. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you're, you're speaking my language because that, <laughs> that's very, very true. So a mentor has to be a really good listener for sure because and a good communicator because you, first you have to listen to hear exactly what the mentee is, what their problem is. And sometimes that can be like a few probing questions because at first they may not really tell you but as you listen in, you know, there's something underneath that, that, and then you have to gently pull that out of them. So communication and listening are keys for mentorship, but how great is that for your own business? Because as you say, you need that as a business skill yourself. So um, a mentor, being a mentor can actually improve your own skills. Yeah. Um, I... Go ahead. Definitely, definitely. I've become a better business person through mentoring. I have to say that. I love that. I love that you you drew out the benefits, those win-win benefits. And it's mm-hmm. certainly, and it's whatever I approach, I try to look at it from the perspective of, you know, the person's time and energy mm-hmm. and what they're going to get out of it. Uh, because, you know, I, I've been in that in the receiving end of when someone is just like, I want all this stuff from you and I really don't want to give you anything back. Well, you know, what's, what's in, and not that I'm looking for things to be, you know, what's in it for me all the time, but uh, you know, one of the things that I think is important as an entrepreneur is, is, is knowing how to address the elephant in the room, that difficult conversation that you have to have. And um And so like practicing that with a mentor is is great, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so, yeah. So uh, do you have any parting words of wisdom around mentorship and the value of it uh, before we end our podcast today? Well, from a mentee standpoint, I, I can understand totally the value of mentorship. I would never, ever in a million years of, uh, got where I did in my corporate career without a mentor a one steady mentor and then other mentors around that as well it helped build the skill set and so on and so forth and on the flip side being a mentor um, I can see how the mentee benefits from the mentorship you know suddenly they feel like a whole burden has been taken away from them they're not alone anymore in building their business they have somebody that they can um safely talk to the um about business no, no matter what aspect of business so that you take the fear away of being a solopreneur because most people start their businesses with an idea and start out on their own. You know, they don't have a huge team helping them. 
And, um, you know, it's sort of like a sigh of relief, I think, for many entrepreneurs, especially the young entrepreneurs who haven't had that uh, benefit of 30 or 40 years in business. Like, you're the shortcut to helping them solve problems. So it's a win-win for both. It really is. And so if you're considering going into a mentorship program, go for it because you'll get the benefits of it are huge for you and your business. And you can accelerate your growth so much quick, more quickly if you have a mentor. I, I really believe that. Yeah, for sure. And you might just get end up with a friend out of it as well, which is, is Oh, totally. It's yeah. all about relationships and mm. and the mentee and the mentor, if they have a great relationship, that's gonna continue on after the official program is over, you know? Yeah, for sure. So if you're interested in learning more about mentorship, uh, please consider joining us on November 24th at our Mentor Circle and Accountability Impact Club, where we'll be discussing the benefits further uh, about mentorship and how to get started through Women in Biz Network. Thank you, Elaine, so much for for being on our podcast today. And uh, I've taken away so many great nuggets from this. I think that, you know, we've learned that that you can benefit from mentorship, mentorship, mentorship <laughs> uh, through uh, both being in a corporate environment and climbing the corporate ladder, or also if you're starting your own business. It's it's honestly it's crucial if you're starting a business to have a mentor. Uh, I, honestly, I wouldn't have gotten where I am today. I wouldn't be uh, past that ten year mark, which most businesses fail in the first five years. So, uh, you know, if I hadn't taken the step to, to get a mentor, uh, I, you know, wouldn't have uh, gotten where I am. So, and, and it sounds like the same for you too, Elaine. Absolutely. And I love what you're doing with the, with the mentorship portal in uh, Women in Business. I think it's fantastic. It's the best thing you could possibly do to increase um, visibility for women in business and such a great support structure for them in the entrepreneurship area. Amazing. Well, thanks again for your time today. Oh, you're very welcome. And thank you for having me on your show. It was my pleasure. Walking is when your best ideas come to life. The Wisdom Walks podcast and community is an inspired network of over 35,000 dedicated to exploring creative solutions to life's biggest challenges and opportunities. Enjoy listening to our podcast interviews coupled with wisdom from experts and leaders from all walks of life. In-person Wisdom Walks will be scheduled throughout the year. Receive actionable tips to become the leader you were meant to be. Enjoy ideas to be healthier, happier, and more successful. Learn from supportive guests that share wise and highly personal stories of transformation. We'll provide you with prompts and suggested songs to couple with your walks. I'm your host, Lee Mitchell, a community builder and brand strategist. Follow and listen to the Wisdom Walks podcast on your favorite social media platforms with hashtag Wisdom Walks Podcast. When you hear the Wisdom to Walk music, it's now time to speed up.